So my guest for today's cappuccino is Joel Lambert, Navy SEAL of 10 years service. He's done tours in Kosovo and Afghanistan. He's been a lead buds instructor. He's also a TV and a movie star. He's been in Patriot Days, American Sniper, Days of Our Lives, Mad Men, The Storm, Hancock, Call of Duty, Ghost, Motion Capture Team. Most New Zealanders will know him as the guy that's always running away from people on Manhunt and Lone Target. He's also in Predators Up Close, both of which were on Animal Planet and Discovery. An avid gamer, a keen motorcyclist, he's even once petted at the pectoral muscles of a 15-foot great white shark. He's also toured the reactors at Fukushima Nuclear Plant. Now, unfortunately, we lost the first 20 minutes of the podcast due to some major comms issues that both Joel and I were having. So we finished the podcast on our phones. Uh, the sound quality is a little bit average, but the message is still great. And you'll hear about Joel's grand new venture called Escape and Evade Mobile.com. It's an augmented reality game. Please make sure that you listen to the end. It sounds like an incredible uh, venture that he's taking part of. Also, we are going to give you the chance at the end of the podcast to win a dual fuel T1 ASP torch rechargeable by USB, as well as a Tuscan TLC to go with your torch almost valued at $200. Thank you very much to our friends at Tactical Solutions New Zealand for your support of the Cappuccino podcast. So the first question I asked Joel was, what do team guys really think to those reality TV programs like SAS Who Dares Wins? It's that time again, so grab yourself a cup of joe and get ready for the Cappuccino with Constable Brian. Like, yes, well, you get them over here, they're SAS, but those boot camp type physical fitness type programs that are very often on reality where they take either pseudo celebrities or social influencers and put them sort of, I wouldn't even say it's the grinder, but they put them through sort of the mill for sort of three yeah. to four weeks. What do you guys think about those when you watch, when you, you probably don't even watch them, but what do you think about them? Well, uh, you know, we, for the most part, and I can only speak for myself, you know, every guy is different. But um, for the most part, things like that, we don't really watch them. Some of the older guys who, who maybe have a little more distance time and distance from the teams will watch some of the shows like SEAL Team on CBS or some of those reality shows that you're talking about. And, you know, at the, at the most, they'll get a kick out of the entertainment value. Um, but as far as it being anything more than just stupid entertainment, I don't think anybody takes it seriously at all. Yeah, and look, I think it's probably a lot like cops. I mean, the last thing you, I want to do when I get home is watch a cop program because um, I've exactly. yeah been there. Exactly. What's I the? You brought up gaming. It's the same thing with me and gaming, like Call of Duty, things like that. I don't play those games. That's work. I know what it's like to run through an alley with a hundred pounds of equipment, you know, getting shot at and stuff. That's not something I do to relax. I play things like you know Skyrim, sword and sorcery, fantasy. I want to escape from from work. Nice. What's your favorite cheat day meal? If you're going to get a whole hog, what, what is it? Oh, favorite cheat day meal? Well, I can eat sushi any meal of any day, any time. But as far as when it comes to cheat day, it, it's usually something like pizza, something that's just awful on all respects, and something that my dog loves that we can share. <clears throat> There's nothing wrong with that. What advice would you give to somebody who's wanting to get into either Spec Ops or Buds? Now, Jocko Willing has this thing of, it's real easy. Train hard, don't quit. That's it. What, what's, what would be your advice? 
Jocko being from the Spartan um, and the, the the Stoic school of uh, you know minimalism, that, and that's really that's true. That's 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 all there is to it. Honestly, Jocko will never steal your steal your wrong. That is a hundred percent true, and that is all there is to it. But there is a lot that is unsaid, summed <laughs> <laughs> up in Jocko's Jocko's uh, statement. But for someone who wants to get into special warfare, or special operations, or something like that, I would say do a lot of research on the particular branch and unit, um, and find the one that fits you best because they're all very different and they all serve a different purpose in the pantheon of um, special operations or military operations in a larger sense. And then, um, like Jocko says, prepare, 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 prepare mentally and prepare physically because it's all a mental game. They just get to your mind by breaking and going through and hurting the body. So it's ultimately mental. So be prepared for a mental um your mind's got to be right. It's all mindset. When I was doing my, when I was doing manhunt, when I'm in the middle of a hunt, um, when I'm in the middle of an operation or going through a screening process, it's all mindset. Mindset is the number one thing. Resilience. Here's the last question from the listeners. Resilience. Is it made or are you born with it? I think it's made. I think it's absolutely made. I think being born, we're born with this body that you're in and born with, I mean, we could, I'll keep it pretty simple. We're born with this body that we're in everything else we create in our life. And so there are obvious limitations that we can have physically. Some of us have gifts that others don't have physically, um, either, um, in physical resilience or, uh, you know, physical stature or other things relating to your physical body. But, What's most important is mental resilience, and that is absolutely developed and earned and created out of the stuff that you that you have. All right, now let's start talking your latest and greatest venture, which is kind of like manhunt, but it's on manhunt on steroids almost, isn't it? Um, escape and evade mobile dot com. How did yeah. you come up with the idea? Because look, let's be honest. If I had come and seen you while you're doing manhunt and said, hey, I can turn this into a worldwide game for you where people will all be trying to hunt one another and get away and all that type of stuff. You probably would have looked at me and said, yeah, buddy, I'll give you a phone call and we'll chat later. Um, how did you come up with it? Well, that's a, it's a, a interesting story. So um, when I was doing all the press and doing Manhunt, I would constantly get asked by fans and by interviewers and such, you know, when are you going to do a celebrity edition? When are you going to take you know, a celebrity out on a hunt with you or a fan or something like that. Um, and I'm like, well, one, that's never going to happen because my camera gets me caught. I'm not going to bring, you know, Kim Kardashian out there and try to get away from, you know, the New Zealand uh, SAS or something, you know, we're dragging along, you know, some, some idiot, some idiot actor. Um, so, um, well, there was that. And then, um, People were always asking, you know, when am I going to teach a course on tracking or booby traps or, or on the manhunt sort of stuff? People wanted to know. And so I was always thinking, how am I going to bring this to the fans and bring this to people who want to know this? And then after my motorcycle accident and after I stopped shooting manhunt, I started dabbling in virtual reality. And I went and I shot some stuff up in Norway 
in Sweden in virtual reality and was playing with that and I'm very intrigued with virtual reality. But as I was exploring that, virtual reality I think is going to be more difficult to monetize and more difficult for people that to really have access to that technology because it requires so much more. It requires so much more on the creation end and on the execution end. But augmented reality, which is really kind of uh, kind of emerging at the same time as virtual reality, which augmented reality is the overlay of digital information or images um, on the real world that we're experiencing. So all the things popping up, all the computers that um, that Tom Cruise uses in the uh, those action movies where he's you know touching things that are in there that aren't there and swiping and things like that. That's augmented reality. And that, all the big companies, Alphabet, um, Apple, uh, Samsung, they're putting billions of dollars into developing hardware for augmented reality on their mobile devices and software to run it at a very, very um, high rate of speed. So this is the next big thing. The, the um, numbers for what augmented reality uh applications, teaching, shopping, advertising, gaming, learning. It's going to pervade all aspects of our society. It's the next big leap in computing and in, you know, this, this digital world that we're, we're starting to live in. And so I started thinking about manhunt and, well, not just manhunt, but escape and evasion and my skill sets and booby traps and tracking and deception trails and chasing someone down and all the things that that we do and it's perfectly suited for an augmented reality world so when all the lockdowns started happening and everything was being shut down i thought well, what am i going to work on while everything shut down so i thought i'm going to develop this idea that i've had for this augmented reality game and so i sat down and i wrote the storyline and i designed all the gameplay designed the booby traps designed the tracking designed the deception trails um and pitched it to a few people I knew in gaming and in app development. Everybody who saw the pitch just lost their minds with how cool and the potential of this, this game. And so, you know, we, we got a venture capital firm on board and we got some lawyers and I got an app development team and we have a couple different um, uh, augmented reality studios that really want to build this thing. And so we are building this um, augmented reality Get a game where people will download the games free to play on the Apple Store or uh, the Google Play Store or whatever device they have, and then they'll create their avatar, create their person, and they'll watch you know the beginning of this story, and they'll step outside their house and they'll hit start game, and then they look looking through their mobile device, they'll see digital overlays of small of tracking of, of footprints of smudges and things, and they'll start following this, and there's booby traps involved, so. You can't just move too quickly because you'll hit a booby trap and boom, you're dead. Um, there'll be deception trails that you have to solve, puzzles that you have to solve and pick the trail back up. And ultimately, you're just racing with your team to capture your quarry before they get away. And uh, there's all these levels. There's all this development of the game. And people can play against each other. People can hunt friends. People can form guilds, global guilds, uh, local teams to hunt and to play either the hunted or the hunt, uh, the hunters um, setting booby traps, laying deception trails, or solving them and trying to take down um, the people you're hunting before they get away. 
and it'll be the kind of thing that people will be able to play globally. We'll have there's an aspect of gameplay where someone who's maybe it gets people outside, it gets people interacting, and it gets people um, still using their screen and still using their device, but interacting, interacting with the real world and interacting with each other. And then for people who, who can't, this is something I'm kind of uh, I really like about the the development of the game. For people who can't go outside and can't be physical, maybe if a, a kid in Dayton, Ohio, in his basement, will be able to design hunts and design booby traps and deceptions and hole hunts uh, in cities like Barcelona, and then people can play his hunts that he's designed, and he's like the dungeon master, creating hunts and creating, um, orchestrating uh, all this stuff for other people to play. So it's a whole a global world of people tracking and interacting and playing this game on any area that they want, creating their own um, their own teams and their own hunts. And I'm just I'm very excited about it. Um, the the support for on devices and software for augmented reality, especially with emerging 5G and things like that. It's this is the net, the world that we're in, and this game will show augmented reality's highest um, capabilities and allow people to interact and play around the world, and I'm very excited about it. Now, I get you because I've seen Pokemon Go in action and everything else. When you talk to people about it, though, sometimes they look at you as if you've got sort of three eyes and like four different heads, and they're like, yeah, okay, Joel, sure, no worries. You, you're, uh, your times are rough for you, obviously, or most, most people you get to talk to, they actually get it. Yeah, well, anybody that I've been able to actually give the pitch to, you know, pull up the slides and show them, and especially if I start showing them the numbers for what the what augmented reality games right now are doing as far as the money that they're making and the money that's being put into the augmented reality technology, it's people realize very quickly that this is the future. This is the next phase of computing and the digital landscape that we're in. And the opportunities right now are it's just unbelievable. It's it's the ground floor, it's the basement floor of an emerging technology that is going to be pervasive in every aspect of our society. And like you said, you mentioned Pokemon Go. People think that Pokemon Go, you know, had its day a couple of years ago, but last year Pokemon Go made almost two billion dollars worldwide on in app purchases. And that's just one game in an augmented reality world that people aren't really using very much yet. You know what that means, Joel? That means that every time you bump into a New Zealander and they see you, they're going to go, hey, there's that Joel Lambert. He's got heaps of money. He can shout me a beer. <laughs> well, let's just get this game made and people playing it. <laughs> I'm just, as, far as, as far as the money goes, I'm just saying that to say that the opportunities here and the support that's there, I mean, is immense yeah and there's a lot um that's going to be developed um in the gaming world and you're right there's a lot of money that's going to be made but it's more about how much this technology is going to be involved in our lives and there's opportunities to get involved in it now as this technology is just it's it's emerging it's all there the technology is all there but it hasn't pervaded all of uh the globe or all of our lives yet but it will very soon no you're not wrong and one of the cool things that i heard you say to clint emerson when you're on his can you survive this podcast was like you said if somebody is in a wheelchair or maybe they have uh, a disability or a reason they can't get out of the house they can do this 
all just by sitting in their basement, can't they, pretty much? Yes. So they'll be able to um, go on their laptop or their desktop and kind of split screen and using like the satellite and Google Earth kind of street view images, things like that, programs like that, they'll be able to lay footprints and lay trails and lay a track in a city that they've never been in in any part of the globe. And they'll be able to put booby traps in certain places and they'll be able to set deception trails and they'll set their, their extract point and their insert point. And then all those different created hunts will go up on the world leaderboards and people in that local area can play those hunts that people have actually created. So a kid in a wheelchair in a basement someplace in another continent can actually be playing with and uh, competing for fame points with actual players that are running around playing the game outside in the street in the continent that this kid designed this hunt in that he's never even been to. And so it's the kind of thing that will really bring people together globally and also um, get them out of the house, but at the same time, still plugged into their device because you're not going to get people unplugged. But what you can do is you can take that experience that they're going to have and twist it and give it more humanity and give it more connectivity um, to the real world that we, that we really live in. You know? Yeah, definitely. Now, I, I'm guessing that you're at sort of, are you at the, um, and you don't have to tell me either because it might be commercially sensitive, I'm guessing you're at the maybe the beta testing stage at the moment? No, we're not. We haven't built it yet. Yeah. So what we're doing now is we're, we're uh, we've, been at, we've got the team all together. We've got everything designed. We've got everything ready to be built. And so um, what we're doing right now is, is we can actually talk about it. And so we're talking about the game. And we're trying to get people, you know, interested in, uh, this technology and in the game and in um, what it is that we're doing and get them over to escapeandevademobile.com and sign up so that when we do start the beta testing, as, as, as it goes along, we'll be pushing out announcements and getting all our, our, our early adopters, um, you know, having lots of advantages for being in early, but then we'll get our beta testers from this group. And then when we get a minimum viable product and all the, um, steps along the way, these people will be involved in all the steps along the way of the development and the launch and uh, the different phases of the game. Is Joel Lambert going to take part in the beta testing group? Would you like to take part? Oh, yeah, I'm already signed up, brother. All right, then you're on the list and you'll be getting the invite. Nice. I'm glad, I'm glad to hear that. Because we're going to need people on all every continent, every every country to beta test because this is going to be it's going to be global. Yeah, and that uh, it sounds fantastic. Are you going to be Are you going to be part of the team running around doing the beta testing? Are you actually going to play the game? Well, no, I'm in the game, of course. Yeah. So, um, when you when you uh, when you sign up, when you join the Interglobal Recovery Rangers, which we are a secretive, multinational, cooperative of fugitive hunting specialists, and we operate under the radar of governments under the radar of militaries, under the radar of politicians, and we hunt down the world's most brutal terrorists and uh, sociopaths and evil masterminds, and we, we bring them to justice. And if when you are recruited to the Intergrove Global Recovery Rangers, um, I am your teacher, I'm your mentor, and I train you in the ways of the, the, um, of the, the, the Recovery Rangers, and I... I you, you join my team. And it's a, I gotta say, it's a fantastic recruitment video as well, FYI. Thank you. Yeah, I really liked it. Although I, I showed it to my wife and she's like, 
Oh, here we go, because I've, I've told you this before. If we can't find anything to do in our house, we're watching Manhunt. That's just the way it is. Uh, and then she saw you recently uh, when you were on, uh, I think it was Bainbridge, and she's like, whoa, Joel Lambert's gone Mel Gibson on it with a big beard. <laughs> so, I decided to grow the face fuzz. Uh, uh, look, there's nothing wrong with that, brother. Um, how much time of the game, how much time has the game development taken you so far, Joel? Roughly, if you're going to put it in man hours. Boy, um, it's been, it's, it's probably taken me, uh, uh, not seriously, I've been th- kicking this around for about three years, um, and then I sat down and just started creating and knocking it all out about almost two years ago, I think. Um, almost two years ago, I, I, um, a year and a half ago, I sat down and just created the whole thing. Just I'm just going to do this now and, and write it all out, and did that. And then I started pitching it to some people. Um, and so it's been probably about a year and a half, almost two years that I've been actually almost two years. It's been two years since I've really sat down and said, this is what I'm going to do. And now we have a whole team on board and, uh, all the things that we need to, to put this together and bring it to fruition. Now, obviously being a gamer and, having to create worlds and everything else. And when you and I spoke in our first podcast we did together, you're a real big fantasy reader. Um, do you think, I, do you think there's a, a, a work of fiction in Joel Lambert? A little work of fiction in me? Yeah. Um, there may be, but, uh, the work of fiction that I'm doing right now is this, is this game. And this is, this is, there's a, there's a very engaging storyline and there's a lot of intrigue and there's a lot of surprise and there's a lot of, duplicity that's going to go on um as you play this game um as far as the the fiction goes so i think um i think this is where my my efforts are focused right now we'll see where they go next i never i never know right i don't know, <laughs> yeah, that, I don't know what that's a good thing uh, all right last question for you because i know it's getting late over there what does 2022 look like for joel lambert 2022 well i've got a movie coming out that I was in um, that I believe is going to premiere at Sundance. Um, I'm really not interested in doing much uh, uh, theatrical acting or TV series or anything like that anymore, besides something like Manhunt. Something like Manhunt I would do again, mm-hmm. even though my knees might not uh, want me to, uh, and lower back. They might get together and, and conspire against me. But <laughs> um, but this movie I did is one of my, my best friend, who's a, a phenomenally talented director, his name is Z Al Husseini. You'll be hearing a lot from him. His first feature he did um, is coming out. Um, it's been delayed because of COVID and all the regulations, but it's coming out at the beginning of the year. It's fantastic. It stars a phenomenal Kuwaiti cast. Um, and then myself and Ron Perlman and a couple other guys play some awesome weapons smuggler mercenaries. And so Ron Perlman and I had a great opportunity to work together and do this awesome film that my best friend directed. And it's going to be, it's a, it's a tremendous uh, film and I'm very excited for him and excited for that to come out. But other than that, I'm just working on, um, on escape and evade mobile. So go to escape and evade mobile.com and sign up for updates and you will get all the information on what's going on in 2022 because it's going to be a big year. Yeah, and I, that's one of the things I was going to say is um, your email address, well, sorry, the website address is escape and, uh, escape and evade mobile.com. There's an Instagram account as well, isn't there? 
and also a Facebook account. Yes, there's, and I honestly have not been very faithful with my uh, Facebook or Twitter or any of those things. But um, you can you can reach out to me at, at Instagram at J O E L five three two six. That's uh, my personal one, and then Escape and Evade Mobile is the Escape and Evade account, and you can follow one or both, and then. But go to escapeandevademobile.com, escapeandevademobile.com, and sign up there for the updates and all the cool stuff. We, we shot a bunch of um, sizzle material that explains the game and explains the play and explains everything. That's going to be coming out soon. And I've got a social media manager that's going to take over all this stuff and start getting more information out there for people because I'm not very good at it. Actually, I, I said I don't enjoy doing social media. So... That's, um, I that, haven't been very good at it. I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you a question from me then, because I know that lots of guys find this quite weird. But especially, especially the spec operators, do you find it weird now being in the public eye, given the fact that you spent so many years under the radar and not wanting people to know who you were? Yes, and my girl and I were just talking about this the other day. It was interesting for me because in the U.S., uh, Discovery didn't promote any of my shows very much at all because there was a political thing between Discovery U.S. and Discovery International that was very stupid. But uh, the, the short of it was is that I didn't get a lot of press or a lot of um, stuff in the U.S. like I did in other countries. So when I travel for anything, I would always get recognized everywhere and I would get all that stuff. But it would always kind of freak me out because I wasn't used to it, Brian. It was mm. like... You know, I'm, I'm walking along the street in London or something, and all of a sudden someone's right in my face going, Joel Lambert, and grabbing my hand. And shaking <laughs> and I'm, they're, they're gone, and I'm still standing there trying to calm my heart, and I almost punched this person, you know? Yeah. Because this person just came up and got in my space, and I, I just never got used to that. So it, it is weird because I never got used to it, and I just, it, it's awesome though because I just, I just love people, and I love, um, being able to take some time and talk to someone who loved the show or, you know, chat with someone who, 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 who's interested in what I do or anything like that. I, I always love those opportunities and that's been a huge blessing in all of this. Um, to be able to, you know, make cool content for people and then get to meet them and interact with them a little bit. So, um, you know, as long as people don't come up and surprise me and startle me, <laughs> I, I quite enjoy it. Maybe, maybe hold a placard from 40 meters out. <laughs> Just, you know, wave me down or something. Just yeah, yeah. Jump right in front of me and grab my hand. It's, uh, it might not end well, well for both of us. <laughs> All right. On that note, my friend, I'm going to let you go because I know that it's late at night and I know that you've been working hard during the day. Thank you as always. It's always a pleasure to spend some time with you and have a chat. Uh, take care. And uh, you still owe me that jujitsu roll once you get back here as well. We're going to be doing that. We're going to be visiting. We're going to get on the mats one of these days. And I can't wait to get back to uh, New Zealand, man. It's all. It's been too long, and I haven't been spent enough time there. So hopefully, I'll be there soon. All right. Take care, my friend. All right. Thank you. You too. All right. See you. Bye bye. Dota Windy S dual fuel T1 USB rechargeable torch, as well as the Tuscan holder for the torch. With a huge thank you to our friends from Tactical Solutions New Zealand. Simply do this. So step one, go to the Cappuccino Podcast Instagram account and like the Cappuccino Podcast Instagram account. Step two is to DM me the following answer to this question. What does Joel Lambert owe me, Constable Brian, 
when he arrives or comes back to New Zealand. The question again, what does Joel Lambert owe me, Constable Bryan, when he comes back to New Zealand or he arrives back in New Zealand? The draw for the torch will be drawn on the 30th of the 11th. Uh, T's and C's are simply this, New Zealand residents only, and there can only be one entry per Instagram account. No correspondence will be entered to, and the judge's decision on the draw is final. One person will be picked at random as the winner of the competition. Thank you for your support for the Cappuccino podcast, and again a big thank you to Tactical Solutions New Zealand for their support of the podcast. Thanks for listening. But please, do Constable Brian and I a favour and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next Cappuccino podcast. Real people, real stories.